Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. And nothing says morning like a classic sausage McMuffin with egg. Right now, get this all-time favorite for just two bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Attention true crime lovers, the Hit Reels channel podcast Murder Made Me Famous is back with all new episodes on Podcast One. Join crime reporter Steve Helling and those involved in the cases they examine the most infamous crimes imaginable to unravel the twisted personalities that were thrust into the spotlight, including the Green River Killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, and Jack the Ripper. Download new episodes of Murder Made Me Famous every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, from negative to positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. T-Mobile has been building America's largest 5G network for this epic 5G moment. Introducing the new iPhone 12 Pro. Now at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G coverage. Download, upload, and game at 5G speed in more places. Unleash the power of iPhone 12 Pro with T-Mobile. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See tmobile.com. Birds of Prey and the fantabulous fight scenes. We're learning a little more about the behind the scenes as this movie gets closer. And this is the last show before D23, so we're going to theorize, we're going to guess, we're going to hope. We have dreams, we have hope, and they are coming on this episode of Glitter Heroes. Our last chance to pretend we knew exactly what was going to happen. And to assist us in that quest on this number 319 of Collider Heroes, please welcome back Roxy. I have dreams, I have hopes as well. (laughs) Not all of them have been crushed yet. I'm excited to predict. Also, I will be taking ownership over everybody's predictions. And if anybody is right, I will be saying that I was right after the fact. Oh, the internet. You represent the uh, internet. Roxy has purchased both of our interests in this. You Mm -hmm. are the Disney of this. And you'll just put the Roxy logo on all of the sub parts. Stamp it on you. Stamp it on you. Thank you very much. Ulta Shill. You (laughs) did it. You Mm -hmm. represent the Disneyhood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But before we get there, uh, there, I, I find like, okay. 
Let's be honest. This is a minor story, but I love excuses to talk about Birds of Prey because I have no idea what that movie's going to be, but I'm very, very interested in it. And this week we learned something pretty cool, which is that Chad Stahelski, uh, the director of John Wick and a very experienced uh, stunt coordinator, second unit director, is helping with some additional photography on Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Now, this is very similar to what the Russos did when they were making Captain America Civil War, and apparently I... Thanks, Collider. I read our own articles to beef up for this. Um, Talked about the the Russos uh, bringing him in to help them beef up some of those crazy action scenes, which it seems like is what is going on right now in the reshoots for Birds of Prey. Uh, So this is exciting because this is probably going to be a really fun action. I don't know. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, Deadpool 2 stunts were crazy. Uh, John Wick stunts are obviously legendary. His resume is absurd. I mean, he's a supervising stunt coordinator on V for Vendetta on. Like, there's so much. Mr. Mrs. Smith. He has a truly wild resume. Uh, Spider-Man 2 uncredited. Like, the guy is, is comic book friendly. The Crow, no way. He was Brandon Lee. Oh, this is crazy. What? IMDb, game changer. Thank you. I learned you. that <laughs> yesterday looking this up for this movie. I, uh, so this is perfect. Like he's, he's, He knows the world. He knows the flavor. I only wish this had happened in time to perhaps see some footage at this convention of comics we had. Mm, aha, aha, I think I know what you're referring to. It would have to. been lovely. In some sort of hall with an I, H. Even though you're calling this a, a small story, which I agree with you because I don't even know at this point if re- reshoots on any movie are a story. It's just kind of part of the process. I feel like you guys had to select to talk about it this week because the internet has made it such a massive deal. Mm. Shocked. Just so surprised, <laughs> as always. It, everybody's saying, is Birds of Prey in trouble? What does this mean? Mm. And I feel like it's interesting which movies we select as a society to talk about whether or not it's in trouble based off reshoots. Because sometimes we hear reshoots and everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what they have to do. Guys, don't forget, it's the film process. And sometimes we hear reshoots and people are like, well, that movie's going down. Now, it might be based off of DC's credibility. And I understand if people are taking that leap or that jump but are you guys in any way shape or form wondering if this is a bad sign it doesn't strike me as a bad sign me neither that's just my judgment based on i i I am excited to hear it and i don't mean to minimize the accomplishments of chad stahelski who has clearly contributed to some of my favorite stuff uh and coys as well clearly just learning as we go along (laughs) your face is melting there's so much i mean i knew the matrix stuff but even rockstar the underappreciated marky mark joint uh there is so (laughs) much on here he is incredible nerdgasm happening across the table having a great time so me for me talking about this is more about being interested in how birds of prey is coming together i still have questions about the movie in terms of for me personally what i'm going to take away from its r-rated tone but so far everything we're hearing seems like it's supporting the kind of movie they set out to make so it's just for me that's what we do here is we find out what's happening with things we're interested in and then we talk about them it doesn't strike me as a trouble sign i could be wrong uh i didn't hear any of the buzzwords that make me afraid like three months additional photography studio concerns um test audiences i didn't hear any of the words that make me go like oh battery shoots to me this is additional photography which to me reads as hey these superhero movies they seem pretty big maybe they need more (laughs) and that's never and they usually schedule for these exact moments the movie didn't come out like, the movie didn't have a schedule that was scary to have this photography happening this close to it. There, there's nothing in this that makes me concerned, and I'm just happy it happened so I can look at this guy's IMDb, because good job. Man. With specifically bringing him in, are you hoping that they looked at this and thought, okay, there's not enough badass women kick-butt moments, and we want to include some more of those after seeing a further cut of the film? 
Well, apparently his company's been working on stunts, so I'm curious whether this has always been the plan or whether it's like a timing and scheduling thing. Um, but it does seem like probably they they saw what they had coming together and thought that they could like add punch in certain places. Um, I I've pulled up the the quote from uh, the. Collider interview where uh, Joe Russo talks about working on Civil War and says, just as friends, we asked them if they'd come out and help us execute some of the action sequences, along with Spiro Rosatos, who's generally regarded as the top guy, along with Chad and Dave. We literally have an all-star team of second unit directors working on this movie with us because we cared so much about the action and the quality of the action, and we knew we had to work really hard to up our game from Winter Soldier. So it seems like up our game is probably a good watch quote for this. Uh, so I, I guess I would be curious if this was always the plan or at what point it became the plan or what kinds of sequence imaginings Kathy Ann is working on with him or whether he's just come to the table with, like, I'm seeing what these actors are bringing to the table and I have a new idea for what we can do. What do you guys think was the process? I think he was always attached because the company was always attached. I don't know if him taking on his own little unit or however this is actually being phrased and coordinated is uh, as intentional as it was before, but I think this movie has more scrutiny than it should. Um, I think this is a movie that's following a string of films that are now DC's for me golden right now. I, I the last was, three were Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman. Dude, that's what I mean. So. Like it, it's under scrutiny <laughs> because not only is it a movie that's following those three great hits, but it's also a movie that is an entirely female cast, which every dude bro in the internet wants to not do well. So they can be like, look. And it's also a movie that's going to be the pseudo sequel to the Joker Harley Quinn situation because it's a Harley led film. So it has to recover in a way from some of the Suicide Squad stuff. So I think the reason it's getting so much attention is because of the negative side of the internet which is giving it so much attention and I think the reason we wanted to talk about it is the opposite this is very normal very standard I hope only good and hell yeah this and Chad guy to be fair Suicide Squad was also a hit whether or not it was to my personal taste sure. I, I absolutely loved it I'm a Suicide Squad stan <laughs> but going to your question about their process I think probably this was something that they figured out a long time ago so that they could get the most bang for their buck if mm. they're going to bring them in they want to do it when they know exactly what they're looking for as opposed to when they're shooting and maybe they were like, okay, we don't know who can do what. We don't know what more we're going to need. We're going to have to bring him back regardless mm -hmm. if we do it like that. Right. So why don't we just wait until we figure out exactly what placement and timing and people and et cetera that we need and want, and then we can bring him in then. And on a, on a CG-heavy film, you have to start designing these sequences seven years in advance or whatever. Um, <laughs> it seems like a movie like this gives you a different kind of opportunity where obviously all action scenes involve planning, and I'm sure in this day and age, they almost all involve some level of visual effects, but it's not the same as, for instance, you can't improvise a giant Aquaman sequence three months before a movie's going to come out because computers don't work like that, and the people who work the computers can't work like that. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I would love to, for folks with big like action movie rundown things to sort of say, like, what level of new action scenes at this stage is normal for that? But we don't usually hear about that stuff. When it's like random action movie is having reshoots, we don't tend to talk about it as much. This one's just fun because he, as you're learning, has worked on everything. And, and I think that's another uh, folly of our internet savvy culture is that we know too much movies are magic we need to let them be magic if, if we knew every single reshoot that went into these classic films we'd have a lot more red flags if we over scrutinized every little detail and we're like "Ooh, that haircut changed slightly because they shot it six months later like top gun one of the best movies of all time top gun <laughs> the scene in the elevator where they come back together and they actually fall in love wasn't in the original shooting so much so that the lead actors had a completely different haircut and color because it happened six months later are you kidding 
And you've watched that movie how many times? Have you noticed once? No. Of course not, because the internet wasn't around in 86. So that is the problem with today's culture. We're too attentive to these problems that aren't problems. Right. But why I do you know that? I this to talk about because I'm excited. Yeah. I like- I'm saying this is a positive. Like, we're looking at it from like, yay, more. I'm saying the internet, all I've seen this week has been like, look at the problems. And it's not the case, in my opinion. <laughs> I know that because I, I read too much about movies. Yeah, but that's the pro- <laughs> that is the problem. You are saying movies need to be magic. We should know less. And then now we've made careers about knowing too yeah. much about it. <laughs> so, we can't help ourselves. Yeah. But we, we are going to see it no matter what. Right. That's the difference. Is uh, we over scrutinize from a point of positivity. I think those those the other side. Those people look at it and they're like, I'm not seeing the movie because of reshoots. Well, I think that we people are allowed to be worried about things. I just don't think this is something to be worried about. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And also, I think that the, if you can compartmentalize, if you can compartmentalize in your brain that you know something's happened, but then you can go into the movie and you can throw all of that out and just watch the movie and enjoy the movie, mm-hmm. then I think that you're in a really good spot. So even if you are concerned about these reshoots for any reason that doesn't quite make sense to the people at this table, when you go and see the movie, give it a fair shot, try to toss all of that out. And same thing, if you know a movie's changed directors 16 times, or you know mm-hmm. a movie has a, uh, two sets of writers that one had to take over the other, or you know a movie had to go back and completely take out an actor and reshoot that actor because of things that have gone on, the hashtag 2019. Like, yeah. a, a, any of these things, when you go into the movie, if you can still give it a fair shot, that's the best way to view it. So you're yeah. saying Christopher Plummer's in this? That is exactly what I was <laughs> alluding to, yes. Christopher Plummer is <laughs> Harley <laughs> Quinn in Birds yeah. of Prey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I think I, we're all on board for this movie. What's the general feeling? Because I, I haven't. Oh, ridiculously <laughs> so! I mean, I could not be more excited for this. I, I cannot wait for this movie. I, I threw some joking shade at the lack of Comic Con, but I truly think that DC is making all the best moves. And if they're going to take their time and release stuff as they need to, I'm way more excited for the next phase of DC than I've been for any other so far. And I think you can assemble like a supercut from me on this show of just being surprised how much I've been on board for this movie for so long because of the behind the scenes of how we got there. Even though it's not going to look like a Birds of Prey, I recognize I have a feel. I like, I'm still really excited for what they're making. And we're almost there. All it's in. in February. In the meantime... Chugga, chugga, choo-choo, yeah. <laughs> we can tide ourselves over with some comic books. Uh, do we have anything special that jumped out at us both this week, Corey? Now, I feel like this week there's a very <laughs> certain book that maybe have, have seven years has led to that maybe we've talked about a lot on Giant Size. It might be our number one draft pick. The Saga Compendium is out. All 54 issues so far in one ridiculous thick paperback. Uh, coming to you for your finally catch up on Saga needs. Every uh-huh. bit of Saga that exists is in one book. We're going to talk about it a lot in Giant Size. Yep, I can already followed tell. By. Followed by the number two book of the week is Tom King's Batman number 77. There's been so much buzz around this book this week. I cannot wait to read it. Followed by Powers of X and or Powers of 10, if you insist uh, that we say the title correctly, uh, which I'm not going to. <laughs> Powers of X number three is out. And our fourth draft pick is Pearl number 12. I recently read all of Pearl, so I am caught up and I cannot wait for this issue. This book is bananas. Speaking of bananas, uh, just on a whole different level, Jimmy Olsen number two from Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber hits shelves this week. Let that book into your heart. Let it change your life. Uh, Those weirdos should always make comics, and I'm very excited about it. Anything that jumped out at you? Your shirt, for sure. Uh, that's Coincidence, awesome. I swear. And then uh, I, I'm just excited about your guys' excitement for that because I, I honestly, not necessarily in my heart, but maybe it should be. But then I see Jimmy Olsen and then I'm with you guys. I'm back. <laughs> I'm on the same page again. So He was a giant tortoise for a few pages of issue one. That made me very happy. It's a very weird book. Because why not? Why he's, not? He's led a life, that guy. It's, it's a, all five of these books would be a number one draft pick of any week. And that's really exciting. That I... <sighs> 
I've been talking a lot about how comics right now are amongst the best like consistency and like density that I've I've experienced as a comic fan. There's so much every single week that I'm like I'm so twitchy. <laughs> <laughs> twitchy. So twitchy for books every Wednesday. Yeah, you sound like we're that fine now. Get the books. Where are my books? Inject <laughs> them into something. We don't know. Uh, we'll get into that on Giant Size. We'll have way more to say. Also, there's a deluxe edition of Wonder Woman Year One. This was a stacked week, y'all. Uh, but You're not allowed to pick a one that isn't on there. Oh, well, I can cheat. I'm making the rules. No one can stop me. They're not going to cut the feed. Uh, read Wonder Woman Year One. You don't know that. <laughs> We watch this cut later, and it's seven minutes. Yeah. You're like, that's so weird. <laughs> second, no, they cut the We're having right. technical difficulties. <laughs> we do have to get into this, though, this weekend, an event we've all been waiting for. Uh, I feel like some of the pressure is off for me because, thank God, we got some big Comic-Con announcements. We were worried everything would happen here, but I'm sure whatever it is, we're not ready for it. D23 is this weekend. It is the... Disney self-owned convention extravaganza that has slowly become the place we need to go for our superhero stuff, for the MCU, for Disney+. Plus. Uh, what are we going to learn about this weekend? Final guessing time is now. we got to lock down those predictions uh, or hopes or fears uh, before next week. Well, you see, there's this character that's been rumored for a while and lately there's been this conversation about R-rated versus PG-13 and this is a character that I think uh, needs to be rated R and I feel like the best place to announce this very uh, violent and, and mouthy character would be at the festival celebrating Disney so as to show, hey, we're willing to do an R-rated take on this character and the only place to announce my boy Deadpool. Wow, I had no idea that's who you were talking no. about. You I was very with Yeah, the very possibilities were very subtle. open. How do you want to see that announcement take place, though? I want to see uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the Ryan, uh, just walk on stage and just say, hey, we know what this movie needs to be. When I or someone leaked the footage, Ryan did it. Then uh, we knew what movie needed to be made then. We know what movie needs to be made now. I think they announced that the Deadpool movies, the like his line of comics, is going to be rated R. And then anytime he teams up, it's going to be PG-13, just like the comics. The precedent's there. So I think they make that part of the announcement. So you mean verbally. You just want them to say it. You don't I want, want them to, to show anything. And demask. Yeah, wow. Like Loki. Like we had the Loki Hall H thing. I think Ryan in the Deadpool suit, especially since the suit is so practical, they could have Ryan come out as Deadpool, demask, either scarred or Six handsome. Six hours of makeup just for handsome. Okay. Either way, sure. I think verbally they can just say like, "Hey, trust us. We know what we're doing." Kevin Feige walks out, who we all trust dearly. Like, I think, I think it's a lot easier than people think it is, and I think an already Deadpool PG thirteen team up is the only way to go. Okay, I don't know if I believe we're getting Deadpool this weekend. Um, I think I, the sort of safer bets for me, I think we, I'm hoping we get some footage from Black Widow, mm -hmm. which I'm very excited about. Uh, I'm hoping we get some footage from the Disney Plus series that they've announced so far. I guess I don't know how long they, how far along they could be on the filming of those, and they just confirmed them. But if they've got more concept art and stuff, I do think I'm very interested to see if we'll get anything from Hawkeye. Uh, there was on Twitter this week, uh, there's a screenwriter, TV maker named Amy Berg, uh, whose work I like a lot, who had just commented that, you know, you don't get everything you go out for, and this one was kind of a heartbreak for her, but she isn't going to be working on uh, the Hawkeye series. Mm. Uh, which is very interesting to me, because I'm like, okay, does that mean there is a last-minute decision about who is running that, and will anything be ready in time for this weekend? Um, so I would like to see that, some idea of where that's going. Um, that would be high on my list. It'd be great if we could get some really long-term stuff, but I'm keeping my sort of expectations low. I don't think we're going to get a lot of Phase 5. I think we're going to fill out things we already know. I, I feel like I'm going to be wrong and there's going to be some huge surprise, but I, I don't know what it would be. 
I agree with everything you just said, uh, but low-key, what I'm looking for is Loki. <laughs> I, want, I want some Loki stuff, and I do think that it wouldn't be insane to think that they've got some images or even some kind of footage, something to show us there, uh, but again, also taking your predictions as well, uh, and not <laughs> not necessarily for this show, but Copyright also Roxy. looking forward to High School Musical and Jeff Goldblum show, just saying. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, so good. I mean, while, not for the show, but Disney Star Wars. Yeah. I need to know. I need to know yeah. the things. Not for the show, but also Star Wars, but also High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Jeff Goldblum's in Marvel. It's okay. It's part. It's all canon. Yeah. Disney owns everything. <laughs> Maybe Deadpool can come out with the cast of High School Musical. We can yes. kind of like merge Good. all of our things. Negasonic Teenage Warhead is forced against her will to participate in a High School Musical. I was Go. thinking that. Yeah. This mm-hmm. time he sings Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Ooh, yep. Yep. I'll take We're it. We're making it better, not worse. Some sweet, sweet <laughs> oh, God. If they sure. make a Deadpool musical, I I will be so mad about how many times I will see it. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be. The I'm gonna best. be cranky every time, and I'm gonna see it. 50 times in theaters. And they're going to keep bringing it back and try to make it the highest box office. And I'll go. I'll just keep going. Just keep releasing scenes. And they can break the fourth wall by having a little ball bounce and Deadpool can reference it. Like, he's he's aware you're singing with him. It's like the Buffy musical, but with us all involved. Absolutely. Like the Disney sing-along videos of specifically my youth only with Deadpool. That's... The worst, best thing anyone has ever suggested. What do you guys think about WandaVision? Any kind of WandaVision updates that we're going to see there? I think the... Gosh, what could be ready? Because I, I, it makes sense. They need to start explaining that to people, selling them on it. But we have such a gap before these things are going to be ready. I still think I had actually originally thought phase five would be D23. I've actually changed my tune. I think it's going to be very phase four heavy, filling it out, including WandaVision. And WandaVision, I think, is going to be the House of M-ish story. I think it's going to be a mix of Tom King's uh, Amazing Vision series meets the House of M moment. I don't think it's going to bring mutants in. I don't think any of that's come to play. But I do think she's going to say something that's going to alter reality. But so at maybe D23. What they, so maybe what they tease at D23 is that moment. Like mm-hmm. they, they give comic fans like her doing something, her under duress, some visuals, some, some of the Tom King 50s dystopian flavor meets a moment with Wanda and that'll give us enough of the story to really shape where we go. Do you guys think anything Captain Marvel, Black Panther? I think it's too it far. It would be so nice to have just like a little bit of confirm. We know Ryan Coogler's working on the Black Panther script too and we know we can expect more Captain Marvel but we don't know much about who's attached to that or what shape that could take and I would really appreciate that although they might think that I mean Okay, here's the thing. I was going to say you can't justify it if you need to be- make this focus on launching Disney+, Plus, but Captain Marvel's going to be one of the first movies that lands on Disney+, Plus, right? So a tease about mm. Captain Marvel 2 might make a good tie-in for the, like, and by the way, this film will be one of the headlining feature films available on Disney+. Plus. If there was Eventually, something. Eventually, yeah. And we had originally thought Hall H was going to be movie heavy and then D23 was going to be Disney Plus heavy. Now that Hall H was so Disney Plus and movie equal, because they're basically, they're naming all these as the same phase. They're tying it in together. And I think that's a great move, like TV and film as one unit. So I don't think they're going to focus on one side or the other more. I think they're just going to fill in the spots between the panels. I think phase four is going to be just like, you know, fleshed out at D23. Is Plus there Deadpool. anything that we do not know about in any way, shape or form right now that they're going to announce? Any series or movie? Something on the level of a Blade surprise? Yeah. I think I think Ryan Reynolds is, is the Maharshala moment. I think it's the last thing. And I, I, I'm, this is all pipe dream. But I think that's the big surprise. 
It's interesting because what I don't know is like their corporate family. Like we don't, there's so much we don't know about where Marvel TV is going, where that potential new ABC series fits into things, um, and that would be a very interesting like left field surprise. If if as we sort of you had guessed and I signed on for Hope Wise, like if there's a She-Hulk series coming to ABC and they tease something <laughs> about it at D23, like because it's all Disney family, right? Uh, I I would I would love to see something on that level of left field surprise. Um, and we're hearing ABC rumblings. We're hearing not just Disney Plus stuff. There are other networks they can announce things for since they've fleshed out Phase 4 so heavily. So we could hear some surprises that are, you know, Hulu or, or ABC or any of those things. Well, we still have the Cloak and Dagger Runaways mm-hmm. situation that we could hear more about. Yep, something. and the, the, the terror shows that they're working on, as, as Jeff Loeb is calling them, they're like horror-verse side of Marvel. They're saying there's more shows to come from that. Right. Uh, pitch, I, your, your wildest unexpected pitch? maybe some something to do with a crossover okay i don't know because that's so hot in dc's camp right now and we have such major announcements for disney plus i wonder if if they talk about plans for any of these series to cross over or have pop-ins or anything of that or like a what if secret wars like that kind of thing one of those episodes is going to be that and they're going to stunt cast a bunch of great voices or people that we know from the different things possibly just to get us a little more excited obviously we wouldn't see anything of that but even verbally confirm that this is a plan of theirs most realistic some what if titles so we know what issues they're running with what to read up on uh and then what villains are going to be involved and some footage that's that's my most likely scenario of what they use it for they flesh out they flesh out phase four next most unlikely they ryan reynolds shows up does that whole thing crazy tinfoil hat insanity fantastic four is announced and they have Uh. the cast there because Marvel's first family at a family event like D23, maybe they bring out Phase Fantastic Four. But it's not going to be in Phase Four, but Phase Five having Fantastic Four, maybe that's the big Marshall moment is Fantastic Four. Cast. cast. You're saying they, they, they bring... Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, said I said ten foil. Yeah, okay, well. if we're if we're going well. wild, <laughs> unsupportable theories, I'm going to say surprise Disney Plus Young Avengers series that takes place in the five year gap of people trying to pick up the mantle of the heroes that they're somehow going to work into continuity. I don't think this is happening, but it spins easily out of Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. You can make it happen if you really want to. Wandavision can give rise to the twins. You don't know. Maybe yeah. I think that doesn't make a lot of sense, but I would love to see it. <laughs> You guys just pitched some crazy stuff. <laughs> Not mad at any of it. Uh, also, throw the X-Men in there. Fine. Yeah, sure. All right, <laughs> all of that. Disney, y'all. send all of that for D23 this weekend. Final question, uh, because we also heard that Disney is going to be teaming up to, with various firms to really try to crack down on piracy. Mm-hmm. What form could that possibly take, or what's your scariest pitch for how they could do that? Uh, it's all scary to me because my siblings and I like to jam on the same account. So, you know, but th- that's not piracy, though. We're allowed to. They they make that a... We have family option. Yeah, like Netflix that, has, that's an has option. I pay more for that, okay? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just worried I'm not going to be able to use my own account on both my TV and my phone and my computer. Yeah. That's what I don't want because I don't want to have to pay for two accounts now. That's uh, going to be tough. You're traveling. No more TV. Yeah, so that's uh, my biggest nightmare pitch that I can't access it and all 
the places I personally need to access it. Okay. This is absolutely insane, but what if there's something more than a password? Like, what if you need to have, like, security questions or, like, or like a face scan? What if we might know the airport? What? No, I don't like that. <laughs> I mean, wait, computers could do it. Uh, Xbox, no, Skype, My phone all that. already can't pick up my face when I have makeup on, okay? I bet, so, the same it's technology. Already, the same technology. What if that's coming? So before we all wind up as frozen heads in the basement of Disney, uh, which I assume is where this is all going <laughs> long term. did it first. Yeah, I don't know. Cryogenic security methods. Uh, we will get into a lot more of this on Giant Size, where we will talk about... I'm sorry we couldn't get into it, but there is actual Friends-related news uh, in the form of ampersand this week. Uh, and we got some Art Spiegelman Love discussions that. to have and a whole lot of Sony discussions because they friggin' bought Insomniac Games. Yep. So more Spidey's on the way and your Twitter questions as well on Giant Size. Roxy, where can the people find you on the internet? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Thank you so much for Thanks being for here. me. And you guys are the real week. heroes. Friends better than Seinfeld. Until next week. Stay, stay Spidey. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.